when we were young, my younger sister, when she was about two or three years old, it wouldn't matter what you told her to do. If you told her to clean her room or get in the bathtub or go pick up something out of the kitchen, if it was something she didn't want to do, she would roll her knee forward and drag her foot and she would tell you, my leg is broken, that's why I can't do it. She would make the excuse, my leg is broken, to get out of any kind of work she didn't want to do. Uh, we're all grown-ups now. You don't do that anymore, right? I mean, not just individually, but do you, as the viewer, as a leader, do you make excuses for things you don't want to do? Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I think it's a common thing, honestly, for people to make excuses for the work they don't want to do, to to avoid risk. They, they put labels on it. It's too risky. It's going to be too expensive. It'll take too much time. I, I can't do that right now. I have so many other things on my plate. And eventually they put enough things on their plate that the plate just can't be used for anything else. It's just a, a full plate. It's a busy plate. It's a plate full of busy. But is it productive? Is it accomplishing anything? Well, that's a whole different set of questions, right? But the reality is we all have our own escape mechanisms, our own relief valves, the way that we avoid the things that we don't want to do. I do it. One of mine for a long time, and I'm, I'm coping with it literally as we speak. Right now, I have projects that I've kind of worked up to a certain level and then set them aside and said, yeah, I, I need to finish that. It, it's pretty important to me that, that I get it finished, but, but I want to start on this new project. And so I start on a new project and then now I've got five or six projects that are about 80% done and any one of them could be pushed over the finish line pretty quickly. I just, I have excuses for not doing it. And I realized just the other day that one of those excuses, because you've heard me teach it right here on Leading Leaders Podcast regularly. I think John Maxwell was the first person that I heard it from. It makes a lot of sense and it's a powerful truth. If your dream is so small that you can do it by yourself, your dream's not big enough. If your dream doesn't demand that you have a team around you, then you're not dreaming big enough. And there's a lot of significant truth to that. But don't let that become the excuse for doing everything you can do on your own before you have a team. And I find myself guilty of that. A lot of those 80% projects are projects that I'm like, when I have some more people to do X, Y, and Z, then I can push that one over the finish line. And so they kind of run up to that place where the next the next genuine level of success in that project is to have the synergy of a team working on that project with me to really take it to the next level, to really do what could be done with it. And yet there are probably parts of that project and other projects that I've started that, well, they could be completed by me. They just won't quite be the same. But being completed, maybe they draw the attention of more people to help. You follow me? I mean, it's one thing to say, I'm going to go mow the yard and, you know, I'm going to do the edging and I'm going to trim the shrubs and, and all that kind of stuff, but I'm waiting for my son to get home so he can help me. Well, there's nothing stopping you from mowing the yard while you're waiting on them to get home, except you don't want to have to do it by yourself. How often do we find ourselves in our business, in our leadership skills, in our outreach to the community, in the conversations that we know we need to have, those necessary conversations, those unwanted conversations. How many of those do we realize we could have talked about that before? 
but I'd rather have a lot more people on the bandwagon. I, I want to have my consensus first. I want to I want to have a focus group before I make a decision to do anything. And if that's where you find yourself and that's what's stopping you from moving forward in your business, if that's what's stopping you from from freeing yourself from the concept that <clears throat> I have to have a team before I do it, then let me just challenge you as I'm challenging myself. Take a couple of those projects that you've thought, I'd really love to see that done, but I need help to do A, B, and C. Just jump into A by yourself. Give it the extra effort by yourself. Take action by yourself and see if other people join around to help you. I remember one day driving on the way to football practice. In fact, we had our Ford excursion at the time. It was full of teenagers. And on the way to football practice, we see a car in the middle of the intersection and a lady probably in her late 20s, early 30s by herself pushing this car. Now, in all honesty, if the car had just been sitting in the intersection, just sitting in the intersection, we probably would have drove around it and kept going. But we realized this mom was pushing this car with two toddlers strapped in the back seat. There was nobody in the driver's seat even steering the wheel and she's trying to push it out of the intersection because it ran out of gas. Well, I pulled up in the next parking lot and let all the boys out. I made a circle and got behind her and put the emergency flashers on and those teenage boys pushed her through the intersection and into the parking lot. We gave her a little gas money to get her on her way. Now think about how often you find yourself in a place where if you'll just get out and do a little bit of the work yourself, just show that you're making the effort, just put a little of your own back into it and other people come along and help you out. If you've got projects that are almost done, like I do, and you've just been waiting for just the right help to come along to finish them, like I have, take some time, like I'm about to do, to just finish the project the best that you can and maybe just maybe someone will come alongside you with that project and say, hey, can I get involved in that? Can I help with that? I love what you're doing there. I want to be a part of it. But it's really hard for people to get involved when they're watching you not do what you want to get done. It's really hard for them to get involved in a stalled project. So I challenge you, just like I'm challenging myself. If you've got that idea, that project, that goal, that thing that you want to get done and you've been waiting for other people to come along to help you, stop waiting, get busy getting it done, and then see who joins in. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.